I'm Haley. I'm Amanda. And we're Haley and Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Call us lazy or creative. We are are correct. We are. (laughs) We are both. We're Haley and Amanda by name and by way of podcast title. Um, but let's go ahead and jump right into our Pledge of Allegiance. Everybody put your hand over yeah, your heart. if you know it, sing along. If you don't know it, learn it. <laughs> okay. I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America, and rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God, indivisible, live purdy, and just us for all. Oh my gosh, I really do want to get some merch on that. I just want to say it all the time, and yeah. we do. The United Mates in America. We do say it all the time, but let's do a little let's do a little life update, shall we? Yeah, I'd like Before to get an we update get in, on your life. I haven't talked to you in years. I know. Well, we have guests on today, and we're going to get into that. So it's not just us for all today, but before we get into it. I just want to tell everybody, my life has been on pause Yeah, uh, for the I past week. It's been one week. Did you know that? It seems like an eternity, <laughs> I will I, say. Last weekend, Haley and I started a new show that we saw someone post about, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Pull Dark. Yep. And last weekend, I came over to Haley's house, and we got Olive Garden. <laughs> so embarrassing it's gross but we got olive garden because that's what that was the place when we first became friends we would always go to olive garden in irving i don't know why but we would always get chicken parm yep Supa Toscana. Uh-huh. And then for dessert. Of course, endless breadsticks. But a good for God. dessert, Haley got me hooked on. They had this alcoholic tiramisu drink, but we'd always get it virgin, obviously, because we were kids. Yeah, and we wanted them to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like, let's call an Olive Garden and try this show. And we ordered the frozen tiramisu drink and they had it still. Oh my gosh. It, it was, was the highlight. Everything else God. was terrible. And yeah. that was so good. Thank God, because everything else was horrible. But we started Pull Dark and we watched the first three episodes that night at your yes. house and we were hooked. Yes. And, and it's so beautiful, which is, you know, right up our alley. Yeah, y'all, let me tell you. If you like period piece stuff, this is a period piece set in the late 1700s. The storyline is so good. It's actually pretty good quality. It's a BBC production that PBS Masterpiece did. It is so good. And it's long, so it'll take up, you know, like a whole week of your life. Every episode <laughs> is one hour, Jeez. and there's five seasons 10 episodes a season and I'm done which yeah, means my I'm life in season three because I'm a little bit more of an extrovert no, yeah you're <laughs> a little bit more normal than me but I had a few like all-nighters I pulled yeah. because I was like I need to watch this and to the point where Haley and I are speaking in these British mm-hmm. old-timey accents yeah and I was typing something up and I was really not speaking as myself yeah I, I, I have dreams about the you main said character. Ye. I said ye the other day. <laughs> also, yesterday, Michael was, I'm sorry, Maris was tickling me. And I was like, stop. Earmuffs. 
<laughs> what? I was like, stop. And then he just kind of like rubbed my arm. And I was like, I said, stop. He's like, I'm not tickling you. I was like, yet I'm ti- I said, but I'm tickled yet. Oh. <laughs> and he, he was like, why are you talking like a freaking person off a of pole dark? And I was like, I can't help it. You're like, because I dream about him every night. God, it's such a good show. So if you're if y'all are looking for a good show, I, I'm recommending it. The next binge, quarantine binge. I wish I wouldn't have binged it, though, because now it's over. You still, I'm jealous of you. You still have some time. <laughs> well, anyways, now my life can go back to normal, which is nice. Yeah. I won't it'll be, be glued. Nice. It'll be nice hanging out again. It'll be nice to, like, help my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, maybe we could actually be together instead can of me. tickle you without you speaking in old English. I don't think that's over. <laughs> but today on the podcast, we have our friends... And very cool people, Tana and Jarrett, about to be Mr. and Mrs. Hicks. Hicks. Mr. and Dr. Hicks. Yes, I'm sorry. And they are really incredible people. They own this company called The Juice Box. Yes, it's a CBD-infused, all-natural juice company for your health and beyond. Right, and they are local right now in Dallas, Texas, but, you know... Probably not for long. So we wanted to have them on because not only do they own this company, but their why behind it and that they're driven by their why. Yeah, that they even know about having a why and researched it and spend time on that is special. Well, and that they find their joy and fulfillment by fulfilling their why. And so we hear about their journey, about their why, and um, they're actually, when this airs, they're going to be getting married I this Thursday, uh, this Friday. No, this Saturday. I'm okay. sorry. You it's know, third time's a charm. <laughs> this Saturday, because it, this will go out on Monday, and they'll be getting married on Saturday. Saturday. So, happy early wedding, Tana and Jarrett. We're oh. so happy for you. So, follow along on our Instagram so that you can see um what's going on with them and we're going to be sharing all about them and, and how to follow them and yes they and do you've got to try their juices oh their for juices. their taste but also their health benefits all right so let's go ahead and jump into our uh interview with tana and Jarrett, and we hope you enjoy it well we're really excited to have you guys on the podcast this week and you have been people that we have had on our list thinking about having you as guests. And so it's finally nice to have that realized because you are friends of ours, but also just doing great stuff in the world. Oh, thanks. Well, thank you. <laughs> We're trying. We're trying to do our part. That's about it though. You just doing our part. You are. You're doing you're doing a lot. And you guys are about to get married next week. Yes, it's slowly approaching and like every day I wake up, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're one day closer. <laughs> oh my God. What have I done? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my yes. powers. Me. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. How about that? But so can you tell everybody what you guys decided? Like you chose to get married during this pandemic and you're doing it, you know, more privately with than doing it by zoom i believe will you kind of talk about why you decided to do that and what you're looking forward to about like how you approached it i think people would be interested to hear that yeah it's funny because 
I've been kind of hinting to Jared or in the past I had been hinting to Jared that we should get married. Like we've been doing this thing for a while, so we should get married. And before he proposed, I don't know. I just had it in my head that we were going to get married this fall. And I was like, I don't care if you propose or not. I'm going to start planning a wedding. <laughs> so love it. that's kind of how like we merged in thought, I feel like, because I was saying that, but he had already been planning the proposal. And right. then once he proposed, it was kind of like, well, COVID's here. Let's speed this up. Yeah. <laughs> he just, and, and, you know, the, there were good things, I think, and bad things about, of course, being in this, this time that we're in and, and COVID. Um, but it, it just made sense for us to go ahead and get it done and not have a, prolonged engagement and um I think we about three months yeah somewhere around there he proposed in July and then we were like okay let's try to figure out how we can do this and do it the way we wanted because we had always wanted to get married in like a backyard and we looked at a bunch of Airbnb spots and we were like wow this would be perfect but if like we want to be safe. His parents are older. We didn't want them to have to travel and be exposed to all the young folks over here. We didn't want his brothers to have to travel from the East Coast. And I was like, well, I think it's not fair to have my family who lives here be there and your family not be there. So let's not invite anybody at all. So that's kind of how we came to the conclusion that it would just be the two of us. I was going to say, I was going to say, preparing for this episode, Haley and I were talking about both of you individually and, you know, also we were reading up on, on you as well, just to have even more information. And it's very interesting that knowing your two backgrounds and your two stories and the things that you came from and your experiences, how aligned you both are together. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about today is to share with people, Atana, your kind of journey to your why, you know, your purpose and Jarrett, yours as well, and how they've merged in, you know, this company, this, um, this juice company, the juice box and, and how it's these two separate lives, two separate purposes, but they've kind of aligned perfectly in this new venture together. So I don't know who wants to kind of talk first, but I just think it's cool to hear um, how your stories have merged. I think you should start because it, the juice box really does start with Jared and I come into it and become an integral part of it. But I think it's good for you to start where you started. Um, sure. I, I think, um, so, you know, just a little information for those that are listening. So the juice box, we are a CBD company. Um, so we infuse CBD into our juices. Uh, and so how we got to CBD goes back to me trying to figure out how to deal with my anxiety and, and depression. Um, at the same time, seeing uh, family members, my father uh, and others being prescribed medication for their issues and ailments. Uh, and, and seeing that together, the, um, I don't want to say the over-medication, but there's just the readiness to prescribe medication just to give a quick fix. Um, and so, you know, as far back as middle school or 
at least to my memory, middle school dealing with anxiety and depression and that swing back and forth. Uh, I wasn't sure how to handle it. You know, and, and at that young age, you know, we didn't know what, what was actually going on. And especially, sorry, I do this all the time, just interrupt <laughs> to add, but especially in the Black community, it's so looked down upon to talk about mental illness. Mm-hmm. So our narrative is kind of like, you just deal with it and move on. And I think even as a society, we do that, like just push forward and not address those emotions that you're feeling. But it's even more in, compacted by having Black parents or Black grandparents who are like, well, that's not really an issue that we're going to deal with. Like, you don't need to see somebody. You don't need to have therapy about it. So go ahead. No, so that, that, that was very important. I, I think, too, that, that that's very interesting because um, I also just learned that from a friend this year. I um, At school, I have some teacher friends, and one of my, my Black teacher friends told me when I was talking about... Um, my mental health and that, you know, I think it's important to see a therapist. She said, yeah, I was told that you are never supposed to, that's a white person's thing to see a therapist. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Those are the words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And I had never heard that before. And she said, it's the stigma around it. And then once she started seeing a therapist, she realized how helpful it was or whatever. But I, I had never heard that until this past year. And then you saying it again, it's just, I, I had no idea that stigma even existed. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's true. Why, why so that, that, does it exist? I'm sorry. Like, yeah. where do you, where do I mean, it still from? does. You're yeah. right. Like, it's existed um, generationally, but I feel like as we progress as a society, all, all of us, I think that we're coming to a place where we accept this and we understand that it's okay to see a therapist. It's okay to be prescribed certain medications. It's okay to acknowledge that you are feeling these certain emotions that may be a sign of chemical imbalances. Right. Um, but I think it's taken us a while to get there. Like even my parents' generation are just getting to a place where they're like, yeah, this isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jared, sorry. No, no, that, that that was very important. Uh, I'm I'm glad that was inserted there. Um, so that that's definitely the cultural history um, that's underlying this. I think I had a, a, another, uh, I guess, history as well, or something that was rooted that um, kept me from addressing my issues. So not only being black, but also being an athlete and and being in football and it being portrayed as the tough guy sport or you know, to uh, be strong, be tough, kind of get over it, don't cry, you know, all those things that are, you know, repeated throughout throughout time. Uh, so with those two competing, you know, it was very hard for me to address those issues because it was something that, you know, I thought I can kind of will my way through um, this down period. Um, or, you know, just, you know, stand tall and be a man, you know, and stand up to that anxiety. Also, the third factor could also just be the stigma around being a man. What that sure. means to be manly, stand up, mm-hmm. and be a man. Yeah. Definitely. And that, that, that is so much, um, or that language is, you know, the through line, I guess, in football, uh, especially, probably most sports, but definitely in football, is that, you know, how can we get these young people to be a man? 
Uh, and whatever those leaders, those coaches see as being a man is, that's, you know, portrayed and pushed on us. Uh, so middle school and high school, trying to figure out these feelings and, and these emotions, it was very hard for me to address, you know, there's something that's, you know, really going on. Uh, and to the point where once I got to college, understanding and finding out that it's a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. um, and something that I can't just, you know, toughen up or will my way through. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that history, with that, that ground groundwork, uh, once I did get to college and started getting prescribed medication and being disappointed at, you know, those results and the side effects from those medications, I, it, it was really, I guess my journey that I had to find something that's more natural, something that I can be, uh, okay with something that I can take and pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can actually know what I'm, I'm putting in my body to right. be well and be better. So it, it, it took me on a journey, you know, from you know, CBD to uh, different exercise. Instead of, you know, doing this, you know, football workout or playing basketball, it was, you know, now, you know, how do I get into yoga and, and, and meditation? And yeah. uh, so different holistic, I, I think, means to uh, heal um, changing my diet, you know, that, that as well, coupled with, you know, playing sports, you know, not too many vegan football players are out there. And so it was, you know, I think an issue for me, uh, to do all these things at the same time. Do you, where did that inspiration, that outside method come from? Because if you're stuck in this world where it's be a man, do this, um, remedy this take this medicine where did this outside influence come from to be holistic and all natural and change it up you know really it was in point blank the other things weren't working Mm -hmm. you know just being a man in those terms wasn't working the medication wasn't working so all the different trial and error that was you know over years or decades almost it it pushed me to well let me try to figure out something that, that will help opposed to being told you know, this will help you and take this. Um, so yeah, it, it was a lot of, uh, that, that journey wasn't a, you know, a flip of a switch, you know, it was a lot of trial and, and, and I wouldn't say error, but it, it was a lot of learning from things that weren't work. Uh, so after so long, you know, you got to figure out a different path and keep trying. And that, that was kind of the thing I think I learned throughout that period and still am learning is that we got to keep trying. You know, keep trying stuff out and, and keep pushing, you know, because there is a uh, a better place for us mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all these things, you know, if we continue just to, you know, keep pushing. Mm. I, I think that's really important for people to hear because I think people that deal with depression and anxiety specifically, I think sometimes it can feel like there is no out of it. There is no coming out of it. There is no solution. When things aren't working, especially. Yeah. And it's, it's good to hear when people, you know, have come to the other side, not saying that you probably never deal with it anymore, but that you have ways to manage it and you've found things that really help, um, main maintenance it, right? Like to keep it in check because I, dear, I, I experienced anxiety for the first time three years ago, totally out of the blue. And I, my biggest fear was to ever take medication. I grew up, my, my family's really like 
no medicine, holistic, like we always went to holistic doctors. And so I was afraid like, oh my God, I'm going to have to get on an anti-anxiety medicine. I'm going to be like dulled person or something. And so I started going to a holistic doctor and finding those tools and those remedies and working like you're saying, it's so much more than just that. It's the tools within yourself, the meditation and things like that. I'm not saying I don't have spikes of that anxiety, but I know how to manage it and I know how to maintain my life. And I think it's so important for people to hear that you can do that. And you can kind of take the power back. Like exactly. that's, that's really and what it is. Everything that you talked about before that wasn't working, it was a solution that was outside of yourself. Right. Exactly. And then yeah. you're like, I changed my diet, the food I put in my body, you know, like no question. And that, 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 that really is powerful. Um, you know, and like you said, it, it's not a, you know, I'm not at that destination. You know, we're still having to deal with, you know, those spikes Hell, even now, right? We're getting yeah. married next week, yeah. yeah and I, I'm I'm starting to um, meditate at work yeah. while I'm at lunch. You know, those things is that you know this is a high stress time. Yeah. So you know, I've been here before in whatever other situation. You know, now I have the tools that you know will help me. You know, wade those waters as opposed to just drowning in that emotion. Exactly, yeah. and I commend him for being proactive because I think mental health. And mental wellness is partially understanding what your uh, ailments are, but also understanding how to be proactive and knowing when things become stressful or things become um, anxiety inducing, you know what to do to remedy that and prevent it from happening, right? So yeah, definitely agree with that. And I think all of what he's saying is part of my why in terms of my experience with my family, but also coming from uh, two parents who were very, I think probably like you, Amanda, um, my parents are holistic and wanted to have natural remedies and very like spiritual in terms of meditation and handling issues. So I come from a foundation that kind of um, gave me the tools to be able to uh, take care of myself in a way that didn't require medication mm-hmm. on top of getting a degree in kinesiology, exercise, sports science. I was not an athlete, but I understood athleticism mm-hmm. and well golf, but that's not, <laughs> it's a thing, but it's, it's not that athletic. If you have a cart Both to drive, athletes. drive things around. It's totally athletic. Come on. It's, it's a skill. I think it's a skill more than athleticism, <laughs> yeah, but either way, Um, having that background experience in kinesiology and health made me want to take care of myself and prepare for, you know, my future, my family, um, providing different exercises for my grandma who suffers from arthritis and back problems. All of those things kind of drove why I'm in this kind of space. But veganism, I think, is what brought us together because we were kind of talking to each other on Twitter via Game of Thrones time, like just trying to figure out like who each other were. And we (laughs) we came to a point where we realized that both of us were vegan. And one day Jarrett made this burger. It was like some kind of 
impossible meat burger or something. And um, he posted it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that looks really good. And I think somehow in the exchanging of phone numbers, he was like, well, um, let me tell you about it. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. It was around Christmas time. I was on my way home from my parents' place. And he calls me and he tells me about it. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Sounds good. All right. Nice talking to you. (laughs) He's like, wait, hold on. And like from there, the burger. (laughs) I, I thought he just wanted to describe how good it was. So, yeah. So from that point on, we found a lot in common, including all of this health stuff. And I had been talking to my mom about CBD and I tell him about it as he's experimenting with all of these juice flavors. And um, I'm like, well, what if you were to put CBD in the juice? And he was like, I don't know, not sure. He slept on it for a while. And then he was like, I think I want to put CBD in the juice. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great idea. So I, I know. It's a <laughs> metaphor of getting married. Yeah. yeah. Like you planting a seed. <laughs> Definitely. Right. She, she was planting it. And I, 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 I feel like it's most men. I don't know. But it, it took some watering. Right. It, it was the seed was there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't accept it initially, but yeah, it, it clicked and it, uh, eventually it clicked yeah. and it was like, this, this has to be our avenue. And at that point I wasn't even like a business partner. I was his girlfriend who was giving him advice and it wasn't until he moved to Dallas that he was like, you've been helping me with all of this stuff. Why don't you partner up with me? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, we're not even married. Like, that's a big deal. Like, money's involved. I don't know if we can do this. Um, so I I don't know what convinced me, honestly, to do it. But I was like, okay, I guess I'll try this out. I think I knew. loved me. I did love him. And I do love him. And I needed it. But I felt <laughs> that our relationship was stronger than whatever would have happened with the business anyway. So whether it would have, you know, skyrocketed or failed or whatever, I was willing to take the risk because it wasn't something that would break us. I felt so. Yeah. So y'all, you know, so Jared comes from his own experiences with his mental health and finding his solutions through whole foods through CBD and also you're saying your father's health kind of spurred you on for that as well. And then Tana, your background in studying um, health and kinesiology and everything, it kind of was like the perfect match. But one thing that we have in common with you guys is that we read Simon Sinek's books about finding your why. Can you you guys articulate your why statements um, like around what you do? Do you have that kind of, I know you have it figured out, but can you articulate it for us? Yeah, I I think what we found out in all of that time, um, number one is that we shared that that saying why. Mm -hmm. And I think what it is that, right? (laughs) But it's, we wanted to help um, other people. Well, at the time specifically, uh, people of color mm-hmm. that didn't have the access to healthcare or better um, ways or habits of eating and drinking or what have you, but to like like you said like you said earlier, a uh, plant that seed that there is a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, so our why was to 
from our different experiences was to encourage better health habits to give you a better option. Um, but to know that because these things have been around for thousands of years, this is not a failed medicine, you know, food, you know, fruits, vegetables, herbs, those, those things have been uh, healing us from the beginning of time. And so I think our why was that we wanted to make sure that we were in that space that we could provide um, a natural uh, health care, if you will, um, that can that can help you physically and mentally. And I think living in the area that we live in, it's I mean, it's important that we address the community and the community being predominantly black and brown, um, knowing that we're providing not only a product, but the knowledge, right? So even if people were to never buy our juice, they buy it one time or we give a sample or whatever it is. And they're like, wow, this is something that I haven't experienced before. We're providing like the first steps in a journey that could be lifelong, right? So it's not just here's a product, here's a solution for whatever problem you have. It's like, here are the steps that you can take. Maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's every other day, whatever the case may be, these are the steps that are useful in prolonging your life, you know? How is it that you guys are educating people on these steps outside of just selling your product? So that was more so when we had events. So when we had events, it was much easier to be face-to-face and communicate with people and say like, these are the benefits, you know, like, in our juices, we talk about our ingredients. Like, for example, Orange Mood has carrot, turmeric, um, and love that orange. one. By orange. Me. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about the benefits of vitamin C, of anti-inflammation, of um, vitamin D. Like, there's so many different things within that juice that. You don't necessarily have to have that juice, but if you eat carrots and you eat oranges, maybe put a little turmeric in your food every once in a while. These are the benefits that you're going to get from that, right? So just understanding what you're putting in your body. Like I hate to say the cliche, you are what you eat, but you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. And we were watching this other show called, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name, but they were talking about like when you eat stuff, and then you go to the bathroom, it goes into the environment. So they gave the example of the Thames River and how like they were doing studies on what was in that water. And basically because the sewer line was connected to the river, they were finding what kinds of chemicals were in the population surrounding that area. And it was like really insane the amounts of chemicals we're consuming regularly. So it's like, if you know that, wouldn't that motivate you to eat better things, you know? So yeah. that this is reminding us, she just whispered in my ear, tell them about the house. Um, that there's a show on Apple TV called Home. And the first episode is this family in Sweden. And the, the father built this greenhouse over their house. And because their son's autistic and it was a way for him to connect to feel grounded even in the winter and everything like that. So it's, they've got these plants and everything in their house, but he also built his own water treatment infiltration system so that it's kind of like self-sustaining the plants in the greenhouse. And 
the daughter, she talks on there exactly kind of what you were saying. She was like, what it makes you think about is the makeup products you wear. When I wash it off, it's going down the drain to be filtered back into the food I'm going to eat, like the tomatoes I'm going to pick. And she's like, and the food that we eat. Whenever we go to the restroom, that's going, going to be the plant that I'm then going to eat, which yeah. I think we're so detached from our food. We're so detached from our environment in that way that we don't think like that. That's not our thought process. Like, sure. oh, this is going to go back into the environment. And yeah. so I think, I think that's really interesting. I love that you're educating people on that because it's something I don't think about. Really? Yeah. And because that makes your, that takes your why from something that's really personal about like, this is how I feel. This is how I live, which is important. But then in a snap of a finger, it makes it global. Right. Right. What we're putting in our bodies and how we're choosing to live our lives and stay healthy is also affecting our whole world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one thing that we just, in our last episode, um, we, we talked with this woman, Nancy Wonders, and we, it was a great episode. And one thing that really stands out is that 100%, when you are living in your purpose and you're even having like a really shitty time walking through that purpose or, or it's a really triumphant time walking through your purpose, you have this fulfillment and joy through the good and bad because you are in your purpose. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. happiness is a byproduct sometimes of joy, but joy mm-hmm. is that fulfillment. Like I'm doing my why, like yeah. I'm pursuing my purpose. And mm-hmm. I think that um, that's true for me. Like that really resonated with me. Does that resonate with you guys in this journey? Definitely. Uh, you know, that's that was really said very well. Um, it, that fulfillment, I think, keeps you going. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you said, it's not about the happiness you receive or even the uh, the bad times that come with that. But you continue to push because you're in fulfillment, you're in joy, you're in your purpose. Um, and so I think that's kind of kept us going with our business. Um you know, it's all good when we're able to sell a juice or, or at an event like that end product is great. But there was, you know, machines breaking down or, you know, juices breaking down or um, getting the wrong carrots or, you know, so many different things that were so stressful in getting to that that bottle at the end of the day. But especially looking back on it now, it's like, you know, we had to go through that juice breaking down. We had to go through those long nights of trying to juice for an event. Um, or, you know, even the arguments of being a couple in business together, you know? And so it's that, that knowing that we're fulfilling our why is, is I think so crucial. Um, at least in this stage, because I think I'm of the philosophy that we're constantly transforming and things become easy when you're in that, that zone, when you're in your purpose. Right. Um, so like, Right now, things feel easy. And when they feel difficult, that's when I start to question, like, is there some resistance that there is there some resistance that is here for a reason? Right. Like, am I feeling resistance because this is not really something that aligns with who I am? This is not something that aligns with my purpose. And I was telling Jared the other day, I think it was yesterday we were talking about how 
I feel like the reason we were brought together is because our inner beings connected. So it's not necessarily Jarrett and Tana on the exterior that everybody sees that even like how we recognize ourselves, but it's like the Jarrett who is so deep within him, who Jarrett may not even recognize on a daily basis. And then the Tana who is always deep within me that I may not always be in tune with have connected on a level that we don't fully understand yet, but it's moments where we're like thinking the same or saying the same thing or laughing at something that we haven't even said out loud that it's like, oh, that's us. Like that's us coming together. And I think with our business, there are moments where I feel that when things are just like, wow, this feels good. Like this is so easy. And then there are moments where I'm like, I feel like this could be something different later. You know what I mean? And I'm already in this space where I'm like transforming into that next phase. So, man, you are just speaking our language. We chat about this. I have goosebumps. I know. Whenever (laughs) your nipples are hard. Oh my God. (laughs) She said that the other day on the episode. So I I felt it was free game. I just get like goosebumps all over. Thanks, Haley. But. (laughs) I was just trying to say that everything you were saying is so like, I feel that I feel that. And you feel that way in a lot of areas in life, like, okay, your marriage. Yes. Like Michael and I, I, I feel connected to him. And, and, and some days he's not being that inner self that I know, and it's Mm -hmm. off. And then the days where it is on, it's like, there's that connection. Right. And I think in business, exactly the same thing, whenever you're working towards and in that purpose some days you have that like oh it's on I feel it and some days it's like what's going on you know like this is not this is not what I remembered we've been talking about for some time that we're just always becoming kind of how you were talking about we're just always transforming or whatever but it's so interesting that you also touched on that while you're transforming and becoming you're you're kind of just getting to know more of that deeper self that's already been there the whole time it's almost just like like a sculpture almost like we're just like whittling away like little pieces at a time and we're constantly becoming this new beautiful version of ourselves if we're being self-aware right Um, That self-awareness is so important. And I feel like I know the moment when I realized that there is this need to be self-aware, right? Like this need to be in tune with yourself. 2017, I meet Jared uh, in like September. Yeah. I meet him in September uh, June, July, I'm dating this guy and it's weird and awkward and it doesn't feel right, but I'm trying to make it work. That ends in August. I start reading this book by Esther Hicks, his last name, and it's called, um, asking it is given. And my mom had been like pushing me to read this book forever. She bought it for me, like probably a year prior to me actually reading it. And as I'm reading it, I'm like literally releasing things, like just like letting things go. Mm-hmm. And I get to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm dropping this guy and I don't care if I'm in a relationship at all. Like it doesn't matter. The next month I meet him and it's like, 
I think of him as my friend because I'm already in this space that I'm like, I'm not dating anybody. It doesn't matter. And it just like kind of like, uh, what is it called? Snowball. Snow. Snowball, yeah. <laughs> the snow. <laughs> snow. It snowballs <laughs> in a way that I don't expect. But it is this thing where I was like so in tune with myself that I didn't even like I didn't know her. I just met her. Mm-hmm. Like I met the Tana in September 2017 as I'm reading this book. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like why was I wasting my time with this other person who does not add anything to who I am? And then this guy who's like (laughs) almost like the perfect match, if not the perfect match, like suddenly I feel more like myself. Like it's so easy to be who I am with him. Whereas with the other person, it was like, it was tough. Like it was a workout. Like it, it shouldn't be like that. All of that to say is I agree with you. When you think about who you are and what your purpose is, your inner being, like it all comes together much easier when you understand that and you understand this journey of transformation. So I, I don't really understand honestly how this works, but when you have some sort of connection with another person like that, how I would describe my connection with Amanda it's like your two inner beings like knew each other before time and outside time or something and it's like okay well I don't know why that's connected but it is and we those inner beings have seen each other and winked at each other and know what's up and then they're Mm -hmm. just kind of like deep down inside of us like oh they'll be fine you know they're gonna make it they'll catch up you know and yes catching up yeah so nice and I feel so incredibly lucky that on this path you're talking about where shit breaks down and you're not sure and you don't know what's going on and maybe you can't see yourself yourself looks like a stranger but you have someone next to you that's like hey my inner being sees your inner being and we're gonna be fine exactly and so that's something that I wasn't even thinking about talking about with you guys today but that (laughs) is a whole other special aspect of you yeah I love that Oh, go get oh, us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that was happened to y'all, happened to us. Yeah, exactly. We were lucky enough that those inner beings were able to, to connect. And uh, I guess, like you said, being self-aware to let those inner beings do that mm-hmm. um, and not be so resistant to uh, those feelings or that uh, that emotion, that whatever that is that we feel that's connecting to us, mm-hmm. that's a real thing that's happening. Um, but a lot of times we get in the way of those things, yes. right? We get in the way of that progress, uh, because of whatever we either have experienced the conditioning we have, um, so many different things that we get in the way of that inner being connecting. And so, yeah, thankfully we were self-aware. Thankfully you all were self-aware mm-hmm. and just allowed, uh, things to flow. Yeah. Well, can you kind of tell listeners, where to go to be connected to y'all and if they're interested in the juice just kind of because I know you guys have a lot going on and how you guys connect so can you kind of tell us different ways we can follow you and connect with you yes sure 
please, please listen to your inner being um, and follow us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's speaking to you right now. But uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we are the Juice Box CBD. Uh, we spell Juice J U C. So the whole handle is T H E J U C B O X C B D. Uh, that's our handle on Instagram, Facebook, our YouTube channel, uh, along as, uh, with our website. So thejuiceboxcbd.com. And you can place orders on the website. We deliver every Saturday, um, usually between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. Um, and that's for the DFW area only, unfortunately. So not for long, I'm sure. Transforming. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Speak it. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. And you guys, you also have a YouTube channel, correct? The ton and yes. Yes. We do. We are. We're growing in that. Yeah. We're growing. Uh, thankfully, Tana talked me into <laughs> getting on, getting on board with the YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been good for us to to really kind of expose what our why is and kind of follow along with our journey uh, in this health and wellness and just trying to you know like like she said earlier to educate and and bring others along and and yeah. I guess show how easy it really is. Yeah, and that is where we take the knowledge that we were providing at events, um, it's in the YouTube space, right? Because we're essentially doing the same thing, providing different recipes to be able to eat well, um, talking about mental health, talking about our relationship, just various things that provide emotional, mental, spiritual, um, physical health. So it's a variety of content but I think it's all useful <laughs> totally useful I love your channel so thank you guys so much for um making time to be with us um for this episode we're really excited to share it with everybody and we wish you the best of luck in your nuptials and Ooh. upcoming marriage next week it's gonna be so special and you guys are totally soulmates you are a hundred percent made for each other. And we're so happy that you are taking this step together. Thank you. That's Thank great. you so much for inviting us. We're yes. so glad to be here and be talking to both of you. And we look forward to sharing with our platform, all the great work that you guys are doing, not only with your podcast, but with your art and your floral shop. I think it's awesome. And I think it's going to be great to show everyone how wonderful you guys are too. Oh, definitely. Well, we hope you guys you enjoyed must. that interview. <laughs> and maybe you can go over to their Instagrams and wish them a happy newlywed honeymoon. Maybe you can marriage. Wish it to them by buying some of their juices and supporting them. Juicy juice. I loved that conversation with so many different um, insightful points about you know, owning up to the how you really feel, taking your power back as far as your health. And, oh, and also the inner beings oh being gosh. connected. I yes. think that some people don't get that. And it's really special that they have. And uh, it's but just I think sweet. We can. Yeah, of course. I just think it's really sweet to hear that. And it gives people hope. And um, their love is so sweet and beautiful. I'm so excited for their next steps together. And they, I was telling, um, I was actually telling Maris 
about the episode and I was like, they're just a freaking power couple. They are. They really are. So if you guys want to follow Tana and Jarrett, make sure you go to our Instagram. Uh, We're going to be posting about them all weekend stories and also on our feed. And if you want to see this week's sponsor, um, I think you're going to love it. It's really uh, with the change of seasons, fall, we got something lined up. So it's a new product to kind of help you enjoy the fall season with a a new beverage. And I think you're going to love the the sponsor. I think you will too. I mean, she's pretty famous. Pretty famous. Well, actually, she's not. I thought we were getting the famous version of her. It's really close, though. You would have been tricked like we were. Absolutely. So make sure you go to our Instagram, follow along, leave us a review. And as always, live purdy. purdy.